Come on down this weekend for the Queer and Pleasant Strangers Winter Sale! We've got all your favourites! We've got up to 60% off things we've watched, 20% off things we've played, and a staggering 97% off things we've listened to! Coming this weekend only, we've got skits by the bucket, we've got queer trans ladies, we've got all the best discounts on every single thing that you could possibly want related to this podcast. Come on down for the winter sale for queer and pleasant Australian news. Types of conditions apply. Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. It's a show! It's, it's two a show, queer it's trans ladies. We do a podcast. We talk we about talk... things we've consumed in the media things landscape. Things that aren't exclusively video games. Things that aren't exclusively video games, <laughs> indeed. We, the things we've watched, listened to, played, etc. Yes. And some of the things oh, we've played are video games. Yeah, etc. Oh, the etc. is so good. Oh. Yeah. Shall we start as we usually do with video games? Uh, well, not just, not exclusively video games. Well, not exclusively video games. <laughs> things we've played. Things we've played. What have we played this week? Oh, uh, we've played a bunch of things. I've played a bunch more Euro Truck Simulator too. Yeah, how's that going? Still haven't bought a truck yet. Now, have you no. been? Have you been just sort of circling the buy a truck button? Every every time I go to buy a truck, it's like, well, there's other stuff unlocked now, so it's going to be more expensive to buy your first truck if you <laughs> want any of the things on it. It's like, oh no! So I haven't bought a truck, but I am slowly building up more money. Yeah, it, the time will come. You won't be far off. When will the time come? It'll be soon. Is the time at least giving it a stroke in the help of helping me out? <laughs> no, okay. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I'm in, I'm enjoying driving around. I would like to see more of the world. I've, I feel like I've seen a lot of uh, northern France, and uh, I've seen a little bit of Germany. I'm ready to see other. You gotta, you gotta upgrade your points on those long haul journey uh, upgrades. I've nearly, I've nearly filled it out. And then just keep heading to places that are further away. Be like, where can I go over here? I'm Let me go this way. I'm a enthusiast. Ooh, look at you. Hello, here I am. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what have you played? Uh, we, we, we spent seven and a half hours learning a game at the weekend. This <laughs> would uh, be the most decadent board game ever fashioned. We learned and played Cloud Spire. Yes. Do you want to explain Cloud Spire? It's a tower defense minion game uh, where you basically, um, you, you are a species and basically all of the Sky Islands crash together at some point. And now all the people that live on the Sky Islands are fighting for basically this resource called Source, um, which they use for all manner of things, mostly powering themselves up and killing other people. Yeah, they are your uh, resource for upgrading your base, but also for purchasing new um, towers? towers and things. And Ooh. Basically, it's the, the, the resource you use to do special abilities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Anything that is like going to advance your ability to win is probably paid for with this resource. Yes. Um, it is a, a very high quality game in terms of the, all the materials and the parts. Yes. So it's neoprene mats. It's, um, so like the entire board is made up of chunks of neoprene mats. There's more neoprene mats, like little mini ones you can add to the board to change the landscape a bit. Uh, your bases are neoprene mats that you mm. can like put pegs into and dice and poker chips 
And then there's just tons and tons of poker chips, which re- represent your towers and your minions and your heroes. Indeed. And you, you know, you get the chance to level up your hero if you last hit a minion. Hmm. It's very, very tower defense. And it's quite complicated. A lot of rules. Um, uh, y- yes, a lot of rules. A lot of rules, a lot going on. And I think probably our future games will be quicker. Yes, there's a few things that were going on that... Um, like, we started our first game and we got through the first round and just, like, started over from scratch. Um, yes, because I killed you immediately. Yeah, so... It... <sighs> Some of the descriptions of what the various factions are good and not good at, I don't think are actually representative of how they play. Not necessarily. Uh, Because I played quite aggressively in my first round, because your class, the sort of uh, hippie, reactionary types, I was like, oh, I can just not play too aggressively, and they're not going to, like, you know, be too much of a threat. They're the sort of hippie faction. Like, they... As long as I don't pick a fight with them, I'll probably be fine. And... Uh, you absolutely steamrolled me and walked over my base yep. in the first round. In the first round. Yeah. I hadn't... Weirdly, even though we've now played to the end of the game, I still don't know what went wrong in that first one. Oh. Because uh, there wasn't any rules changes or anything. Oh, no. The, the thing that went differently is um, the first time we played, all I... I, I put... At the f- at the start, you have incredibly limited resources uh, of this source to spend, and... I, the first time through, was like, okay, I'm going to use my source to buy this upgrade that, like, at the end of every round gives me bonus source. Because that, across the whole game, is going to really... Yeah, that's going to really pay off. It's going to mean that in future rounds I can afford more towers, more things, more upgrades, more uh, special abilities. Mm -hmm. Um, And the way that this game works is that um, you keep playing until both sides have had all of their minions destroyed, and then you reset. Mm -hmm. Which means if one side can... Like, as happened here, Jane killed all my minions and then just sort of walked to the base and just murdered the base because I didn't have anything to defend it because I was like, oh, I guess I should have built some towers. But I I hadn't really understood that you would have... Because the the base does a little damage back when you attack it, but I I hadn't really understood quite... Because your hippie faction is very good at summoning in extra things and levelling things up right from the start of the game. Yes, it is. Whereas my class is very much about the long game. It's by the time you get to the final rounds, you're going to have really strong stuff, but it's a slow burn. Yeah, whereas mine is like, okay, everything is a glass cannon. Yeah. And like even the 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 highest level hero for my for the faction I was playing was the, the Grove Tenders, I think they were. Yeah. Um, like even at the highest level, the, 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 the highest level hero... Doesn't really have any attack power at all. Yeah. It's like, I can pacify something of theirs, or I can convert something to our side, but th- that that's it. And it flips over every time it uses whatever the special power is. Yeah. But, okay, that's... I mean, it's potentially powerful, but... Oh, as, as proven by your victory, it is very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I need to play this pair of factions a few more times to really get a sense of how to play that matchup. Yeah. yeah. It's it's got that feel of uh MOBAs of yes. I need to play the matchup a few times. Yeah. I need to learn how to do this thing. Yeah. Um yeah, there is a there is a lot going on in that game and I feel like that would probably be the most difficult teach in the world. Oh god, yeah. It we had we had a difficult time with that teach. We we had an hour long video 
like just teaching the base rules. Yeah. We had two 20-minute videos teaching about each of our factions. Then we started playing, and about an hour in, we're like, let's scrap this and start over. Then we watched, like, another hour-long video. Yep. And then we jumped back in and played a three-hour game. Yes. Yes, we did. Um, it was it's, it was a lot. I I am fascinated to get set into this. It is a real meaty game. This so meaty, yeah. And there's so many roles and things to like keep a track of. Like there there were things that until almost the last wave, we were like, oh, oh shit, we kept to do forgetting this. that the towers roll dice to do damage. They don't just do the damage they number. They don't do static and... damage like everything else. Yeah, which we will remember for future. But like there, there was just there was a lot to take in. Well, the, the thing is, that it doesn't help that there's like. The heroes, they might have some of the same chips under them, but they yeah. act differently. Um, so, like, I can understand why there is a miniatures expansion to yeah. put the towers on little towers. So they stand yeah. up high above the board and are very noticeably different. Yes, because there's there's some things that, like, are contextually different depending on what part of the game we're talking about that can get a bit confusing. Like, yes. um, towers um, have an innate... Um, amount of range beyond the number of range chips under them. As long um, as they have an attack under them. As long as they have an attack under them, but also like use the range, uh, you use things like the attack chips underneath your heroes as well. And when they're under a tower, they count as the tower's health. But when they're under a hero, they don't count as health. And there's a lot of like the same pieces used to delineate separate things on the board. There's so much going on. There's a lot going on. And the manual isn't super helpful. Um, they are reprinting it. Apparently there's like a load of things that they have uh, adjusted. Um, and I have bought the um, like second edition upgrade. Because mm. it was like 15 quid. I was like, okay, yeah. this is going to give us a bunch of new stuff that will upgrade it to hopefully a much more easy to read and understand version of the game. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, and then we played another tower defense game. Yes, we did. Do you want to tell us about that one? We played Kingdom Rush of Kingdom Rush: A Rift in Time. This was definitely a much easier teach. Yes, this is based on the uh, mobile slash uh, yeah. like flash game uh, Kingdom yeah. Rush tower defense again. And um, yeah, so this time you have uh, like a, a tray to set up with yeah. uh, a a grid on it and there will be monsters positioned within that grid mm. and basically you have polymino pieces or single little squares and heroes and you have to basically cover up all of the monsters and then that wave or, yeah. the, or that group is considered defeated yeah and, and for most of the the um scenarios the end goal is every now and then there will be these sort of rift tiles that uh, will have more difficult enemies on them that can only be hit by attacks over a certain level of strength, and if you can destroy all the rifts you, and survive to the end of the round, you're done. Mm -hmm. um, different characters have different abilities that shake out as different shaped polyminoes, basically. Um, but what I find really interesting about this, and probably the most interesting mechanic in the game, is the way that you level up your abilities when you're playing in, in with more than one person. Um, basically... Any attacks you don't use in a given round, you then pass to the next player and they get the upgraded form of that attack. Mm. So you are actively encouraged to weigh up like, okay, well, I could maybe take that square off the grid right now and we don't have to worry about it next turn. But if I don't and I leave it there and just don't use this attack, 
I will have a stronger attack next turn that maybe will make up for the fact I didn't attack last turn. Mm -hmm. And deciding when to do that is really interesting. Yes. Like, and also, like, if you've used your hero to cover up pieces and that trait is then defeated, you will take some damage for that. Yes. So there is that balance of, do I just, like, jump onto that thing, cover it briefly, hit it really hard with one of my special powers, and then leave? Yeah. Or do I, you know, risk taking the damage and then at some point having to either regenerate because I've died yeah. or sit out a turn because I'm regenerating. Yeah. And then you've got lots of um, different uh, abilities that enemies can have that will be things like uh, this tile will move two spaces per turn instead of one if mm-hmm. it's got this symbol and maybe yeah. you don't worry about wiping that whole tile out but you're like let's just let's just defeat those enemies on the tile so that that tile doesn't move double now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a really interesting little game. It's an interesting little game. It's just a shame that Lucky Duck fucked up in so many ways. Uh, yeah, there's some weirdness about the game. Yeah, there's some weirdness about the game. Like, there's, like, misprinted stuff. Uh, there's stuff in the manual that just don't, oh, isn't there. The rule book just doesn't tell you that the end condition of most of the campaign is defeat the rifts. Yeah. Like... You can watch, uh, like, you know, tutorials online that will tell you that, unless otherwise stated, that is the win condition. At but some it's... point, that was in a version of the manual, I'm yeah, guessing? Yeah, it just isn't in there now. Yep. Which yep. is there, bad. There is now, like, six pages on Board Game Geek of, here are errata for the manual. Yeah. Here are tips for setting up the game, because yes. our setup instructions were confusing. Here are, like, basic strategies for the game. Because we didn't really explain that terribly well. Yeah. Here's, like, other stuff about, like, just other random errata about the game. Like, what were you doing? And this is, like, this is the same company that, like, a month ago were like, hey, everyone, we're really sorry to do this, but would you mind terribly if we um, got this out to, uh, like, retail stores? We won't put the expansion available. Yeah. But just the, the, like, a retail copy that people can go and buy. Potentially that that will arrive at game shops before you get your Kickstarter copies. Yeah, that's never a good look. Well, worse though, now it's got out to the public rather than like public who bought a full price product as opposed to Kickstarter backers who maybe expected a bit more forgiving. Maybe after everything else, maybe not. Okay, but like that's gotta look really bad on them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get the impression that Lucky Duck are kind of a small company. From what mm. I can tell, like, they've done other games, but a few of them are considered, like, pretty bad games. Yeah. That Chronicles of Crime 1400 oh, is yeah. one of theirs. Oh, okay. Um, and that's, like, the new expansion in that whole series. That's all right. Yeah. Like, look, little mistakes will happen sometimes, but this seems like it is a step beyond that. Yeah, like, there's been a lot of problems. There's other stuff with, like, misprints, not communicating things to the the Kickstarter backers. There's been a lot of problems with it, and now they're talking about, we're going to have to send you, like, a little package of other bits once we get them back, because we've been now talking to a warehouse about, or printers about getting, like, stuff that should have been in your box, or stuff that was wrong in your box, and correcting it and send you out new ones. Yeah. By which time, I fear a lot of people will be 
done yeah. with the game. Which is a shame because like the game itself is real fun and it's yeah. it's a simple, well thought out, colourful yeah. simple idea. Um I like that every one of the campaign bits has a little cheat sheet that's like these are the enemies that are going to be introduced in this one, and here is what the symbols on them mean, so it's here for quick reference. Yeah. I like the little map that you can put the stars on for what difficulty you completed the, the level on. And yeah, we got a yeah. gold star on it. <laughs> and just, I very much, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I had a lot of fun. I mean, once we got past how do we actually play this game, Yes, um, I enjoyed that there was a, a lot of punch board. Yeah. the punch board is not super high quality. Yeah, it's the, good enough. The box for the game is not super high quality, and if you didn't get the King expansion, it's not super full. Yeah. The expansion seems to be mostly full of plastic, and some of the bits I can't even work out what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Like, you, do you remember when we opened the, the Spider-Man Oh, I, I remember. And there was those two trays of that just looked like small plastic... Um, like sushi trays that you yeah. get in a supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Two of those empty, nothing in it, no under idea. Looks in the manual and it's like, these are hero card trays. Okay. And where in the manual does it say anything further about those? Like, why why do I have these? I don't understand. This is bad. And apparently they got a lot of shit about the fact that there are um there's just cardstock bits in there. You know how the polymeros oh, in yeah. In the main game, are like at like proper punchboard. Yeah, the ones in Spider God, this a a cardstock, and they didn't tell anyone until after people had started receiving their copies. They're like, yeah, but sometimes you put those ones over the top of other other bits, and that was making things sit funny on the trays. So we thought that cardstock would be a better idea to have have that, and we really should have told you before you started getting them and getting very cross with us. Don't worry though, they're having another Kickstarter in January. To do a deluxe version of the game, and if you already uh-huh. bought the ge- if you already bought the game in the previous Kickstarter, you can have fi- a fifteen dollar value off of the next Kickstarter for an upgrade. It's like I'm not giving you more money. Look, I've 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 crowdfunded stuff in the past. I've I've released published things that have had small errors in them. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand that there are little things that are sometimes out of your control in the way that a crowdfunded project goes. Yeah. But like, this is silly. This is this is ridiculous. There is a certain amount of that that is like, look, okay, that comes with the territory. This is ridiculous. It it didn't help, I think, that the Kickstarter made it sound like the game was finished and ready. Yeah. We just need some funding to get it put out there. Yeah. And almost as soon as they finished the fun- the funding, they were like, okay, now we have to design the game. I'm, I'm sorry, what? You, you you had working prototypes. People people were playing it. Yeah, but that's not how the game's going to work. We, we need to do some balancing and stuff. So we're going to send it for eight months of, of work with our, our design team. Hmm. And they're going to playtest it and stuff. And then apparently the design team just don't talk to everyone else. Yeah. So they'd made huge changes to things and the Kickstarter liaison team didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Ooh. And then obviously we had this one one update just after that everyone started getting their things. And they're like, here are the things we got wrong. We thought we should be very upfront about this. That's not how upfront works. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so what else have you played this week? What are you playing, stranger? <laughs> um, oh, I played Echo Generation. I also played the demo for this. Mm. Yeah, do you want to tell us about this? It's a uh, like voxel-based. Kind of reminds me of Trove. Yeah, um, uh, voxels, but like 
I'm just going to say, character arms suspiciously fluid for voxels. Oh yeah, they've got real Adventure Time noodle arms. <laughs> um, which is great. Like yeah. the, the animation is really cute. And it is those small voxels rather than like yeah. Minecraft style uh, voxels. Look, wonderfully lit, this sort of like... Yeah. It's, it's a 3D um, like RPG. adventure RPG. Yeah. it's It's got real um, costume quest vibes. Yeah. Because you're playing like a kid going on an adventure and it, it reminded me a little of like um uh what was the one we played with the two kids on the uh, nights and bikes in that sort of like it's it's a little unclear how much of this is actually happening and how much is kids having a bit of an imaginary adventure really? i got the impression it was all supposed to be literal i i think it's all meant to be literal but like there's a couple of moments where i'm like i mean you could be a kid imagining this you are a child there, there is a strange man that's possibly turning children into puppets. Yeah. Uh, there is a, a, a talking harlequin creature that... Oh, yeah, there's some, there's some fun, creepy shit in there's there. There's some giant rats. There's some dead yeah. bodies. Your cat talks. Yeah. Aliens might have crashed on the planet. It, it's got some Earthbound-y energy to it. Never played Earthbound. Okay, it, it's very Earthbound <laughs> in places. Well... Uh, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm very much looking forward to the full thing coming out. Yeah. Um, do we have dates on that? Do we know? I don't know. I can find I out. I imagine it can't be far off if there's a full demo. But yeah, um, I had a really good time playing that, and I'm looking forward to the it actually coming out sometime uh, in 2021. Yeah, sometime next year. It doesn't have more information than that. But Not yet. Yeah, I had I had fun playing the demo for that. Yeah, it was really good. I kind of want to go back in. Yeah. Because I hadn't realised that the demo was just going to, like, abruptly the, end. Oh, yes, yes. And I picked up those fairy lights, and I know that there was a place that I could go and use those fairy lights. Yeah. So, ah, but if I didn't go to the end of the demo, I could just go I and mean, find out what the fairy lights are about. That's a sign of a good demo when you have things left you want to do still after mm-hmm. you've finished it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not time limited, it is just... You will get to a beat in the game, and it'll be like, ah, bye when it comes out, bye. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, uh, in terms of stuff I've played, mm-hmm. I've continued to play Yakuza Like a Dragon. I saw. Um, I I uh, had a big session of it where we had like three hours of just solid plot the other day. Yeah. I think I've reached like the midpoint of the narrative, the mid narrative turn. Um, all sorts of shock reveals have happened. Nothing is as it seemed, <sighs> and. Um, I'm still several days later trying to process what I saw. It was a lot. You've got your Yu-Gi-Oh bike protagonist. Oh uh, yeah, we did a, another session of side quests where we had like we helped a biker gang that seemed like they were like the Yu-Gi-Oh five Ds bikers. Um, uh, I'm still having a lot of fun with that game. I did a side quest where I accidentally dated a ghost. Was, Who hasn't he? Yeah, got invited on a date with someone and it became apparent as the date went on that they just were not there and they floated away into the ether and sort of implied that when our protagonist dies he has he has a romantic interest waiting in the afterlife for him. No. Um, it, <laughs> that game continues to be ridiculous and silly and um, it has yet to do anything new in the iffiness camp that has pushed me away I'm I nothing who has happened on that front you seem to be fighting weird cult members now oh yeah I was fighting some weird cultists the other day um I I can set my guitar on fire now and beat people up with it I take a little bit of recoil damage because I'm holding a guitar that is on fire 
Sometimes uh, guitars are on fire. And if I can level up one more time, I'll be able to use the orbital laser strike. Nice. Which I'm very excited to do. I've had this move in my inventory for hours and hours of play, <laughs> and none of my characters had enough M- max MP to use this 200 MP move. Everybody needs an aspirational orbital cannon. Exactly! Like, all the rest of my, like, very strong moves are, like, 40 MP, and this is 200. I'm like, yeah, I want to do, I want to do the big cannon! I want to do the big... I want to do the big, big, big cannon. Oh, now I want to play Final Fantasy VIII again. <laughs> uh, what about you? You played anything else this week? Uh, no, that's kind of it, really. I played uh, a little bit of Age of Calamity. Nothing, yeah. Nothing really new to mention. I... I, I've not played a huge amount this week, but I think by next week I'll I'll have more to talk about. Backing. Yeah, so um EA uh have their own subscription service, which I've never paid for because why would I? Um but I have um uh, Xbox Game Pass. And apparently, since I last looked, EA's subscription service is now just included for free in Game Pass. Okay. Um so suddenly I had like every EA game from the last generation was available. So I've been I've been downloading some stuff from there to be like, I kinda I kinda want to duck into some stuff. Plants vs. Zombies 2. That's on there. Oh, shit. <laughs> I always wanted to play that. It's uh, really good. I am happy to bring the Xbox down if you want to play some. Um but yeah, Titanfall 2, I want to go back through the campaign of that again soon. Mm-hmm. Jedi Fallen Order. Um That's basically the things. Um I'm I'm really tempted to restart playing Mass Effect Andromeda because I got so close to finishing it when I was playing it on PC and then just fell off it and I'm like I just want to see how it ends. How it ends. Though. I want to finish it. Mm-hmm. See if I can move my save over. I want to finish it. Oh heck! I'll probably have to restart. I I don't fucking remember anything that was going on in that game. <laughs> yeah. From what I can tell, it didn't really rock anyone's well. No, but I, I was having fun with it when I went back in with the right expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's everything I've played this week. Well then, time for this. Time for this. Are you getting tired as the days get shorter? Uh-huh. Do you find that the winter months have sapped all the energy out of you? I just have nothing left. No desire to do anything as the days get darker and darker. I only have energy for cheeses. Are you stockpiling food for an upcoming meal so large you're going to need to sleep it off? I'm going to need to sleep it off and some tummy pats. Sounds like you're gearing up for hibernation. The perfect use of that week off work you've booked. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about all that stuff you actually had planned. Just sleep for a week. I'm so full of peanuts. And cheese. Hey, brah. Hey, brah. How's it going? You been a hardcore on the gaming? Uh, I put so many hours into gaming this week. I, yeah. I, I stayed up to like 6am gaming. Like, what, yeah. what, what about you? Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't slept. I've just been on the monster energy. I've had so much monster energy, like, because, you know, I'm hardcore gaming this oh, week. Oh, God, yeah. I put I put 80 hours this week into that new hidden object game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I found yeah. all the candlesticks hidden in the picture. Oh, shit. So you, you found, like, everything now? Oh, I found everything. 100% of it. Yeah, no, I found literally Nuts. everything. I found Nuts. the teapot, I found the, the stopwatch, I found the broken uh, the broken fork. I found everything. Yeah, I really like how they managed to blend the cat into, like, the table leg. That was oh, really my cool. God, that was such good hiding. Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking, I found yeah. it in seconds. Speed ran that shit, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm looking to put together a speed run for myself. Uh, this week, uh, I've been uh, working on this really intense, like, match three game. Ah, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, it's 
all about like uh, fancy chocolates. You gotta like put all the fancy chocolates together and and, and get a like a better chocolate out oh, of it. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just uh, I hundred percented uh, a visual novel the other day. I went through uh, every single route, um, you know, and I you know I'm not like secret one... ending with a pigeon. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not one of those casuals that you know when I'm going back through again, I skim past to get to the choices. Oh, filthy casuals. No, filthy casuals. I read all that text every time it came up. You know, like a proper gamer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what what's the point of being anything less about proper casual hardcore? Gamer? gamer than than us yeah 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 most hardcore casual gamers there ever yeah anyway i gotta go i've i've got uh someone uh pinging me about a postal game of othello ah oh, shit bro right so huh what have you put in your eye needs not a not a huge amount again this week. It's been it's been trying to get all the work done ready for taking a couple of weeks off. I've been very work brain mm. i did stay up till like 4am watching the game awards you did yeah i did i did that um the game awards this year were not the most painful they've been to watch in in some years but like there was some terrible gamer cringe in there yeah in, how in is bits the and places. oh we didn't have the slick hydrobot this year oh, no. we had um Omen Laptops did an advert for, um... Oh, the Swim Swims. Yes, yes. So it was an advert about, like, ah, uh, basically it was implying that gamers were genetically superior. Yes. Um, which it is, had real Aryan vibes, didn't Yeah, it? real gross, like, yeah. ah, we are of the, the pure and noble uh, DNA, us gamers. Hey, which, kids, you want to buy some eugenics? Yeah, so it was about gamers donating uh, their genetic material, and... The line I can't get out of my head is a is a gamer bro sat at his laptop who turns to the camera and goes, "I've got powerful swim swims." It it had the energy of like when like a two year old has been told like a fake word for genitals, yes. and they're they're shouting it because they're like, "Oh, I know a naughty word, Willy." <laughs> it had that energy, but a, yeah. allegedly a man discussing sperm donation, and it was weird and unsettling. Yes. I don't like the man with his powerful swim swims. Nobody likes the man with the powerful swim swims. No, I don't need to know about your powerful swim swims, sir. And like, here's the thing. I forget most of what happened in the Game Awards because <laughs> of the fucking powerful swim swims, man. Sir, this is a Wendy's. Uh, yeah, Sephiroth, Sephiroth is coming to Smash Bros, which, yeah. as was pointed out to me, means that Kirby Sephiroth will be a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm That's... ready for one-winged Kirby. Yeah. Yeah, I can't say I saw it coming. I, I did not think we would get another Final Fantasy character after Cloud. Um, there's a little trailer for... Um, <laughs> uh, there was a trailer for uh, Fulbright's next game, The Gone Home People, um, about going on sort of a road trip with a, a mother and daughter to find out, like, hey, what mysterious weird shit was Grandma into? Um, Gone away. Basically. <laughs> um... There, there were other trailers. They looked good. I remember very few of them. It, it was four in the fucking. It was morning. four in the fucking morning. I had a lovely time hanging out with chat, <laughs> but like, a lot of it went in one ear and out the other. Yeah, um, game happened. The Another last, shiny. <laughs> the Last of Us Two got the award for uh, for accessibility, which I mean, of course it did. It it was a bit of a silly category this year. Where was Ikenvel? Uh, Ikenvel was not nominated. <laughs> I know, right? 
oversight. Well, like the, just the fact that these game awards never like have any respect for indies. Uh, really, Hades did. Where was Hades? Hades did pretty well. Um, it got nominated for best game. It lost to The Last of Us Two because the Game Awards fucking loves anything Neil Druckmann's involved in. Um, but it did win best uh, action game. I think it won best soundtrack. It won best indie game. It won. It won a few things. Good. Yeah, it was it was up there in in contention. Um, Animal Crossing got best um, best family game, which I mean, like, I'm glad it got something because it was such like a, a defining game of this year yeah. for so many people. It was the game of the summer for yeah. like a huge group of it, people. It was the game of like a month into lockdown when everyone was starting to real feel the I I, I miss everyone and this is gonna drag on. It was just a nice social thing. It's at, the game that I still moment. see memes of even today. Exactly. Um, and I mean, the the obvious other things that got awards were um, Fall Guys and Among Us, which absolutely fucking blew up this year. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm glad they got some, some notice. Um, oh, and there's a new Mass Effect coming. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. A new Dragon Quest. Yeah, new Dragon Quest coming. Don't know much about that. New Mass Effect. Dragon Quest, Dragon Age. Uh, yes, yes, Dragon the, Age. The, the one Becky likes. Yes. Um, love you, Becky. Love so, Mass Effect. Go get up on the soapbox for a second. Oh. Um, it sure as hell seems like... Okay, so Mass Effect 3. Three different endings. Uh, like, three primary endings that you would get that are like, how do you want to solve this final problem? And one of the things that has always pissed me off slightly about the ending of Mass Effect 3, as much as I, I like that game, is that... It sort of implies that one of the three solutions is the canon one, or at least... Is that because of the uh, the expansion? Oh no, even without the expansion. So, basically, you've got your three choices. Do you want to do do this, that, and the third one is do you want to fucking destroy all mechanical life in existence? You will... Yeah, you will take out... I feel like this game's been out long enough I could talk about this. You can take out the the deadly machines, but you'll also take out the the Geth, who might be your friends at this point, who are a machine race. Um, Which is, you know, I don't like that choice. But it's the only choice that um, will give you a post-credits scene where your player character Shepard's hand will be seen moving in the rubble, and it's sort of implied that your character did actually survive. The only way you can survive is by killing the robots. Yeah, genocide is the only way for your protagonist to survive, it seems. Genocide every yeah, time. exactly. I did not pick genocide as my answer to the end of Mass Effect 3. And genocide is never Yeah, I assumed they were going to do another, like, it, look, I, I don't want them to canonize any of those endings. And the trailer sure as hell makes it seem like the destruction ending is the canon ending and we're going to find Shepard and Shepard's going to be alive and we're just we're, we're just going to continue where three left off. I mean, it seems difficult to do anything else. But like, like because if one of those endings is the like all machine life in the universe is gone, then there isn't Here's here's the thing. Difficult to write around. Here's, that. here's the thing. I they tried it once with Andromeda. And it did. It, Andromeda did not do well. It didn't fail because it moved away. Because what Andromeda does is it's basically like, hey, during Mass Effect Two, we sent a bunch of people on a ship a billion T light years away in cryo sleep, and now they're on the opposite side of the galaxy. Hmm. Um, problem was, 
all you interacted with uh, across, you know, infinitely far away was the exact same species you'd been interacting with back at home. Um, and they have all the same problems they had then. Exactly. It was a repeat of the original trilogy, just we're pretending it's somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there are ways you could do it. You could do a Mass Effect game uh, or a Mass Effect series set during the, um, uh, the first Contact Wars. You could do, like, there's a bunch of, like prequel places you could do it there's a bunch of other places you could do a mass effect series that's just the other side of space and it's a completely new set of alien species and we're doing a different adventure this time Mm -hmm. um i don't like because mass effect 3 was so much about like this is the uh, the finality of this story um some people's stories just don't get to continue beyond this point such a farewell to the series it feels like such a tacky move to go yeah, but we're going to go bring that character back to life and just continue their story, because everyone liked that one. Yeah, but money. It, it's it's the easy answer, and it's the answer that will get people to pay money. We love that money. Exactly. And I'm like, no, don't. Don't do this. Don't. Do it. Uh, no, I am a fucking genius. You, you're not. <laughs> you, you are. They are not. They are not. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that was the Game Awards. Uh, what about you? What did you watch this week? Well, speaking of Mass Effect, Mass Effect. Mass, I've been, Mass I've, Effect. I've been reading a very good book. Oh, have you? Yes, I've been reading things I learned from Mario's Butt by Laura Kate yeah. Dale. And and it's very good. I just got to the Mass Effect, or just read through the Mass Effect section. Yeah. And there was some some good some good butts in there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I've learned things. I've recently read a whole thing about uh, is it scum. Yeah, and, it, and it's it's a whole defecation sequences. If you really want to watch someone poop, yeah, then you, that's the game for you. If you want a video game with interactive pooping, Scum's the game for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm excited for you to get to the interview with the man who just designs monster buttholes, and that's his thing. Monster butt. He just really likes buttholes. Some people really like buttholes. He really likes fine. buttholes. That's fine. Yeah. Oh. But that's a good. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying it I so far. I am very much enjoying it. It's a very nice book. It smells good. It's, it's got good cool book smell, right? It's got good book smell. It's got a lovely weight to it. The pages yeah. are very nice texture and quality. I'm I'm so happy physically and like production wise. Mm. I'm so happy with how it turned out. Oh yeah, it's proper coffee table art book as you have yeah. always dreamed of. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really good. I'm very much enjoying it, and I'm making time to read a book. Which, as you know, not really a thing I manage very often. Not very often. I've I've got a book I started about two years ago and still haven't read more than a chapter on. I, I feel very special that you've read a thing I made. <laughs> it's a good book. Yeah. And I'm enjoying like the art in context, because I've seen a lot of the art out, art out of context. Yeah. I would like to hear that damn ball rap at some point, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of art out of context, gestures up to wall with canvas print. Yeah, that's a canvas print of one of your butts. Yeah. One of your many butts. One of my many butts. That's what you get for being the butt queen. Yeah, it's a really good book. You should get that when it comes out in February. February 4th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Promotion, promotion, promotion. <laughs> Well, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> and I know you won't believe me necessarily because we're married, but... Yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I know they won't believe it because they'll probably suspect that it's... I mean, I don't believe it either, <laughs> but I appreciate you saying it. Well, I like it. <laughs> I love nah. you. I believe you. I believe you and I love you. <laughs> what have you looked at? Uh, I watched Nintendo's Indie Direct that aired uh, the day we're recording this. You watched all the adverts. Yeah, I watched all the gaming adverts. Oh. Um, 
a bunch of adverts for a bunch of Switch games that are coming out. Uh, the ones that seem particularly interesting are, um, uh, oh, what was it called? Um, it's not Fisticats. It's, it, it's, it's uh, some pun about fisticuffs and cats, and I've completely forgotten what the actual pun is now. Um, it's about it's about cats dressed up in outfits doing little three D brawling. Um, uh, Spelunky and Spelunky Two are coming to the Switch next summer. Um, Among Us, pardon? Among Us, Among Us, Among Us is out now on Switch. Um, the Switch port is like three pounds, and it has like a little offline mode where you can practice each map and practice like going to the individual uh, things and practicing doing the tasks so that. You actually know what you're doing when you when you play a game. Calico? Uh, Calico! Calico's out today. That is one of my most anticipated indie games of 2020. I haven't had time to play it because it released like an hour before Quoops, but it's it's a game about building a cat cafe where you, you're a magical girl and you, you do a cat cafe. Magical. Uh, Super Meat Boy Forever got a trailer. That's coming out finally after years in like a week. Um... What's, oh, what's special about Forever? Uh, it's an endless, uh, non-stop runner. I think. Oh, okay. I think it's a non-stop runner Super Meat Boy game. Forever. Um, what's that game called that we redeemed code for? Grindstone. Grindstone, which is like a puzzle game with a very um Adventure Time art style mm. about like beating up enemies by drawing roots through them, and it's got very satisfying hits done. Yeah. Uh, I am just skipping through the trailers now. Yeah, there's. I think you're about to find the one that uh, the cat one with the pun. Yeah, this is the cat fighting one. I forget what what the name of it is. Fist Fistifluff? Is it is Aww. it Fistifluff? I don't know. I'm still waiting for it to load. Uh, I think that's it. Fist Fistifluffs. Oh, you skimmed past the name. It didn't come up. <laughs> it was in the bottom left. Oh. <laughs> Real time podcast working. Mm-hmm. We'll be there in a second. There it is. Fisty Fluffs. Okay. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Fisty Cats, but I knew I was like, "There's a good pun name, and I've forgotten it." Fisty Fluffs. Oh no, I don't like that. The cats have well, fun. Then... They should be friends. <laughs> they should be friends. They have shields. They're so doing play. Okay. It's play fighting between the cats. But you could dress the cats up. Uh, and they do little play fights. They're adorable. Yeah. I just wish they wouldn't fight. I know. I know. Um. There's a game about trying to park cars, but it's very chaotic and silly. Very, very valet. Yeah, very, very valet. There's a bunch of good stuff coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? What else have you watched? That's what I watched. We watched a lot of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, we watched so much Battlestar. We finished season three. Yeah. Uh, we watched Razor Flashbacks. Yeah. And then we watched Razor. Yeah. And now we've started season four. Can I just say, we didn't need to watch Razor Flashbacks. We the didn't. entire thing was in Razor. It's like, why, why are we watching this? I know yeah. this was part of the recommended watching order, but like... That seems strange. Um, yeah, we are deep into season four territory. Um, you're looking very confused. I don't know what this is. Oh, uh... It's got I, Hack It in it from Hat in Time. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Uh, it's a 2D cartoonish uh, oh. brawler that's got Hat Kid from a Hat in Time in it. And the animation's gorgeous, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll know the name of it in a second. We hope. We, it'll it'll say I've I forget that it's a one word name and I forget what the one word is. It's got beautiful art. Um, yeah. And is this? I'm guessing this is the same company that did um, 
No. Tunchi is the name of the game. Okay, it's. I'm trying to remember who made um, Hat in Time. Yeah, it's not it's the not Hat him. in Time people, it's just they asked if they could have the Hat in Time character. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Battlestar's getting real intense. We are getting toward the end game. There's a lot of, like, ominous foreshadowing and people are getting pretty fucking brutal. Cool. Lots of backstabbing. Who are the final five? Yeah, who are the final five? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, yes, other things from the Indie Direct. Uh, the next game from Yacht Club Games, who are the Shovel Knight people. Oh. Yeah, this is the new game from the Shovel Knight people. It's I was going to out... say this had real Axiom Verge vibes. Yeah, it's coming out 26th of January, Ooh. and it has a name that I'm sure it will tell us in a moment. <laughs> See, now that you've got it playing, I'm like, I feel like I must give the additional information. Cyber Shadow. Cyber Shadow. Uh, side-scrolling pixel art. Um, do, do do lots of dashing through the air and beating stuff up. Platforming, Metroidvania-y by the looks yeah, of it. Yeah, looks very pretty. Yeah. Um, you watched anything else? Uh, mostly Battlestar Galactica. Um, okay, I'll stop looking at this trailer now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> the trailer. We should have watched it earlier, so we could have had some back and forth about it. <laughs> it's my own bloody fault. Uh, no, that is everything I've watched. I think that's everything I've watched as well. Well, I'm... Time for this. Tyler, I've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you have a Steam library? I do. Are you someone who occasionally spends money in the Steamed sales? Uh, yes, I do occasionally, yeah. Have you, for instance, recently purchased games in the autumn sale for Thanksgiving? Mayhaps. And are you looking at games in the new winter sale? Well, I mean, yeah, um, they're, they're on they're on off- offer. They are on offer! Is that a problem for you? That you've got all these games that you purchased, haven't played yet? I mean, is it a problem that I keep buying games faster than I play them and I have so many unplayed games that I haven't played but I keep buying new ones? Is that a problem? Would you call that a problem? Try Gamer Roadblock. <laughs> it's a new browser extension that will stop you buying any new games until you play at least five hours from your backlog of games from your backlog. Oh, I've actually got to go play that stuff and actually see if it's actually got to play good. some of it. Oh, yeah. oh, but but there are so many more games and they're in the sale. Well, then you better get playing your five hours. Ah, oh, I guess I could put Yakuza down for a minute and play. Uh, oh God, I didn't even know where I got half of these. Yeah, well, that's the joy of being a reviewer. <laughs> you have to deal with the influx. <gasps> the influx. So that's Gamer Roadblock Head on over to GamerRoadblock.org.lol And enter the code QNPS147 And you uh, will receive A shiny, shiny badge To put (gasps) on your profile I mean, I do like shiny badges Shiny badge I do like shiny badges Shiny badge 147 Inside the boardroom of Electronic Actors Softworks. Hi! 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 How's, uh, business, uh, treating you this week? Oh, well, I mean, there has been some questions about our, uh, our game. 
Uh, what questions about a what game? I don't know what you're on about. No, the, nothing. A what? The one that we keep having to put apologies out about. Oh, that one, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one that we really, 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 really flogged everybody. And uh, that somehow didn't help. Yeah, yeah. Like, I keep, um, I know we're supposed to release it, like, any, any day now. Um, yeah. I keep looking in the last gen ports, uh, room and... It's not looking good in there. No. Uh, there, uh, the protagonist was upside down, t posing and spinning in circles. Is I mean, why? What if we? we what if we just slap the word Beyblade on the on the phone cover? <laughs> ah, uh, Beyblade twenty seventy seven. Everyone will be for that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they may well ask where the actual game we promised them went if we do that. Uh, wow. I mean, uh, it went to live on a farm. Yeah, because here's the problem. Everyone's asking for review copies, and we can't show them this. No. Because no. they won't buy it if they see this. No, they will not. So I've, I've, got, a, I've got a theory. It's groundbreaking theory. I've been working on this for, for, uh, for months right. and months. Um, right. You know, I think this is going to revolutionize the industry. Mm -hmm. What if we just don't show them that version? Because, like, the PC version's great, dot, dot, dot. If you have a $3,000 PC. Right. So, like, what if... I'm just spitballing here. Mm -hmm. We only let people see that version and we tell them they can't talk about bugs and we don't show them the most buggy version. And we, uh, we, we have a whole thing about them not talking too much about the story. Exactly, yeah. So, like, what can they actually talk about other than pretty graphics? You are a fucking genius. I know. And this definitely won't come back to bite us in the ass. No, it'll be fine. Also, I've I've had a whole idea possibly about the console peasants. Yeah. What if we uh, made a, like a special uh, add-on for the console that is about say three and a half grand, and they plug it in to the <laughs> console? <laughs> I see. Uh, I it's, see. it's basically just a pass-through into a like a two and a half thousand dollar. Uh, computer. <laughs> we got on a discount. We make we pocket the extra grand, and uh, they now have this perfect you, working version. You are a fucking genius. We are. We fucking are fucking geniuses. geniuses. I know. I know. So, <gasps> what have you put in your ear needs? Uh, again, not a huge amount. I've, I've listened to a little bit of new music, though, this week. Nude music? Nude music. Nude music, though. <laughs> That's very naked music. <sighs> um, I listened to a track called You've Spent All Your Love by Mega Mango. Uh, very laid-back track that sort of gently dips into rock every now and then as it goes. Um, femme vocalist, very, um, driving alone in the middle of the night kind of energy to it. Um, just a song about wanting to connect with someone who feels lonely, and you're like, I love you, and I wish that that was enough to make you feel less lonely. How do I, how do I help? Mm. And just sort of driving alone at night music. It's a good track. Mm -hmm. Um, I also listened to a track called Fuck Team Sports by a band called, brace for this, Chewing on Tinfoil. I apologize uh, to anyone who has feelings. Ah. Uh, um. Very sort of upbeat rock track. Um, I was trying to trying to put a finger on what they uh, what the band sounded like, and the closest I could find was like mid two thousands Arctic Monkeys kind of sound. Um, mm. 
uh, so just a track about fighting, fighting against your suicidal feelings and you being like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on the winning team. I'm gonna choose to live. I'm not gonna let the state of the world overwhelm me too much. Oh, heck. Fuck you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on the winning team. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good upbeat little track. Yeah. What about you? What you listen to this week? I have mostly been listening to podcasts. Uh, listen, I've caught up on the Dicebreaker podcast. Yeah. Somehow I missed three episodes of that. Um, and I've listened to a bunch more of the SCP archives. Mm. Uh, particularly of note was uh, SCP three 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 the tower. Yeah, uh, which is about uh, like one of those you know Firewatch. Like the yes, tower that. yes, yes. So you climb up like Forest you... Watch towers. Yeah, and you go to the top of the tower. But then when you get there, there's just more stairs and another hatch above that, and you keep climbing and climbing. Oh, and climbing. oh, oh! And you climb, keep climbing, and maybe there's some kind of entity out there because every time you look out. You do feel a little bit higher, but not as high as you've actually climbed. Like, people have climbed for days up this thing. And, huh. like, there's some kind of entity living in the, 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 what you can see out from the top of that tower. Huh. And, like, it's like a 30 minute drama about people being sent into this SCP to just. Do tests Ooh. on it. What's at, that one called? Uh, that's SCP three 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 The Tower. Oh, that sounds really cool. I might have to listen to that it's, one. It's pretty dark. Uh, the one directly after that was um, SCP three nine three zero The Pattern Screamer. Okay. Um, which is about a nothing, an angry nothing. Aha! Uh-huh. That is unhappy with the presence of the the thing things. So okay. uh, it's very difficult to explain, but again, sort of sending people into a thing which doesn't exist, it doesn't exist, and it hates that you exist, and uh, by like it's, it's it's very difficult to explain. Static, <laughs> and expecting to see things, and then finding that they're not there, and they were never there because there's nothing, and it doesn't exist. I'm downloading that towel one as we speak. <laughs> this might get me to dip my toe in. Um, and the one after that was SCP-4099, Department of Abnormalities, which is basically like three mini-stories about like three different SCPs that aren't categorised as SCPs. And then, like, oh, and then we send these people to this place, this Department of Abnormalities, that no one has any record of existing. And they get there at the Chernobyl ex- ex- exclusion zone, and they find a glass elevator that goes down into the ground, and stuff happens down there connected with the previous stories. Mm. Mm. Um, it was a like beautifully tied together little story about things that aren't. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've... If you've told me this about this podcast, it hasn't sunk into my head. Are these all completely unconnected? I can jump into anyone yes. and okay, yeah. There, there is no through story here. No, it is, but literally that they are doing dramatized readings of things from the SCP archives. Which, yeah. if you don't know, it's a like royalty-free community project of creepy pasta stories, written in the style of a government agency that is protecting everyone from this potentially very dangerous and sometimes entirely benign stuff. Yes, yes. The sort of, um, the energy that Control had with it, sort of like, ah, uh, well, here is... Control takes from the SCP archives a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, it, 
is nice to sort of dip into that kind of yeah. like there isn't any overarching story. I, I can just go wherever I want. And with probably with SCP archives, if you can find someone to curate it for you, all the better. Because some of them are like, oh, that was like a 15 minute episode with five minutes of adverts at either end. Yeah. And just this really short story. Oh, th- trust me, I'm going to be relying on you for my recommendations <laughs> for this. You're going to mention ep- like bits of it on this podcast and I'll be like, right, I'm downloading <laughs> that one. I'll have that one. But yeah, there was a, like a nice set of three consecutive ones. I was like, these are really good. Yes. Um, yeah, it's uh, Pacific S. Obadiah who uh, sort of runs it and and voices characters in a lot of different episodes. Don't worry if you hear a recurring voice; they're <laughs> probably playing a completely different <laughs> character. Cool. Um, yeah. So, um, but that's the same person that's uh, doing um, Margaret's Garden. Yes, I just I need saw to that. Go back to that would to. explain why I couldn't find a podcast called Margaret's Garden when I was searching. Is because it's part of the SCP archives feed it seems is it oh, okay because on podcast guru i have it as a whole separate thing oh well when when i just decided to download that episode of the scp archives it downloaded the most recent thing from that podcast feed which was <laughs> margaret's garden no it's garden it's a whole separate feed uh, apparently not on itunes it's not mm-hmm. uh yeah i need to get back and listen to it because there's two two more episodes of that it seems to be fortnightly Okay, so that's been that. I think that's where the sort of difficulty in following it initially came from. Yeah. Like, oh, I've I've listened to one, and now there isn't one. What's what's happening? Yes, it's so. the day of the week. Where is the thing? Yes, and I need my routine. Damn it! Oh God, same. <laughs> Especially this year, please. Just something. Oh please. Something I can cling to. <laughs> mm, what about you? Have you listened to? Oh, that's everything I've listened to. Well then, fine. Let's have a has the government failed you utterly? Oh god, yeah. Are you facing a massive recession? Uh-huh. Sick of elites getting away with murder while the elderly die alone and children are forced to starve? Literally couldn't agree more. Try communism. Because landlords are parasites and the ruling class are bleeding you dry. Thanks, communism. Come on, everybody. Try communism. to complain. That's Homan had a rustly bag. Rustly bag. Rustly bag. It's dreamies. Not dreamies. Not Not treats. No, not treats. It was new phone cable. Was was that should the last one? But it wasn't rustly bag, so assumed treat. Yeah, I heard rustly bag. Assumed was treat. Was not treat. Assumed was was dinner. Was 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 with the food with the gravy. Gravy food. No, no, no. It was it was some kind of food that didn't smell like cat food. That was for the human and was crunchy and was not for cat. Not for cat. Not for cat. What was it? Was crunchy. Crunchy. Like dry food. Like dry food. Human dry food. Why human eat dry food? They have access to gravy all the time. I don't know why they would do that. Humans are bad hunters. Human human have rustly packet. Did not even try to play with Rustly Packet. Did not try to play. Did not like pat the packet. No. Did not pounce on the packet. No. 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 Humans not know how to do things. They should what? not be allowed the Rustly Packet. Why? Why human mislead with Rustly Packet? Why human lead with Rustly Packet? <coughs> I, I, I want <coughs> demand, demand, demand change. Meow. <coughs> <coughs> you want change? Meow. <coughs> when do we want it? Meow. <coughs> <coughs> Questions, Sam. Let's have questions. What's the questions? Uh, Samuel West would like to know, should I feed this squirrel? Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah, feed the squizzle. Make a yeah. new squizzle friend. Make sure you feed it something healthy for squiggles. Yeah. And and yeah. don't feed it too much. Just feed it a little, a little, just a little bit. What oh. if there was a very cute, very chubby squirrel that had eaten slightly too many nuts? Slightly too many. Slightly like a too rub and a lie down. Slightly too much is fine. No, no excess. Okay, little excess. Little excess. <laughs> chubby squirrel. <laughs> just a little bit chubby, chubby squirrel. I will be a chubby squirrel friend. <laughs> as long as they're still able to get up the tree. Don't make them too chubby, they can't get up the tree. They can come and live inside. <laughs> have a squirrel that's, friend. That's not where they're meant to live, though. They live in the trees. They can live and go and frolic in the trees when it's, when it's nice and warm again. <laughs> Just don't deprive them friends. of the option to climb the tree. Oh, no. no! Don't make were... them so chubby that they don't have the option to climb the tree. No, we're not suggesting that you feed them until you basically <laughs> control them because they... <laughs> Oh god, I've made it bleak. No. It was supposed to be a nice question about Just squirrels. Just little chubby squirrel friend. <laughs> uh, Amy Ramshaw asks, Who should play Admiral Thrawn in The Mandalorian? I didn't even know we'd, we'd got to that. I haven't ah. watched any of season two. No. Um, yeah. So you agree that perhaps she should be Captain Planet? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yep. I mean, that's, that, that, that's, that, that's fine. I... I don't know enough about Thrawn from the original extended universe. I have no visual memory, so I don't know. I I know about Thrawn, but I have no sense of what they look like. I've heard of Thrawn. Couldn't say anything I... about. Lack of visual imagination. I'm terrible at telling you like who you should cast from a book. Mm-hmm. Who would look right as a book character? I don't fucking know until I see him. I've just realised I never finished the aftermath trilogy. Oh. Which one was that? Uh, It's the one by, I think it's Chuck Wendig, who did, like, just a bunch of, like, new extended universe stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There there was a good trilogy there. Loved the first one. Listened to the second one, kind of enjoyed it. Have no idea what happened in the third (laughs) one. (laughs) Uh, Uh, A festive Wookiee pun, I don't know, I'm tired, (laughs) asks, uh, it's getting around that time of year again. What are your favourite seasonal nibbles? You know, the ones that appear in the house as if by magic, even though you definitely ate some proper meals today, you seemingly have a plate of a few nibbles. Um, side note, I'm trying to think of a festive Wookiee pun, and all I can think of is surely it would have to be something to do with the Star Wars Christmas special. Because I, 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 that, that's the most festive Wookiee I can think in of. In which case, it's a festive... It's, it's a festive Wookiee... Uh, a, a spirit is it spirit day a spirit day wookiee looking at you with lust in its eyes there we go you oh, know which wookiee i'm talking oh, about oh the one with the vr headset on that does the horny horniness <laughs> yeah yeah just the way they look at han just ah uh, what's on your 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 festive nibbles plate what do you, what do you festive nibbles plate? Well, not even a plate necessarily, but what's what's the festive nibbles there there is, there is one nibble that is really only festive um, yeah. And I only ever have water biscuits in the house around UDP mm. because that's when I eat the most recreational cheeses. Yeah, it's not a food, but a very festive thing is um, hot spiced apple. Oh, hot spiced apple! Yeah, apple just apple juice heated up with with various spices, mainly cinnamon, but other other cinnamon adjacent spices. Cinnamon, it's it's nutmeg, cinnamon, and a little bit of ground allspice. Yeah, all mixed in with some hot apple, and it's that is the cinnamon, that is the festive snack. That is the that is the festive. It's the festive, uh, not nibble sip. It's the festive sip. Yeah, tiny tiny little sips. <laughs> it's the good festive sippy. Um, 
I mean, I bought you Twiglets last year and you didn't really eat them. Uh, yeah, apparently, <laughs> I used really to I them. used to like them and apparently I just sort of turned off them a bit. That's fine. We really should throw those out because they've yeah. been there a year. Yeah, now. we should. No, I used to really like Twiglets and then we got some and I was like, oh, apparently I don't like these anymore. No. You didn't say anything. Well, I, I kept being like, I'll, I'll try them again. I'll get back into no, no. And they just didn't grab me. Oh, well. No. I would hate to be grabbed by a Twiglet. <laughs> I'm picturing those old Pepper Army adverts with the very... It's a bit of an animal. It's just a very angry twiglet. Tricky. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, hi, hi. Uh, uh, says, I feel like the word butt should be made a collective noun for something. Any ideas? A butt of jokes. Uh, uh, I was going with a butt of jiggles. Jiggly <laughs> uh, butt. Jiggly butt. A butt... Of people Spanky. sat down. Oh, that's a difficult one. That yeah, I have to that yeah. I feel like as the Queen of Butts, I should have an answer prepared, but I shall ponder and I will. Oh heck! I will. I will. I will ponder this. A butt of butts. No. Oh. A butt full of butts. Of boots. <laughs> uh, Larry Allingwinby asks. I found out recently that taking a slash is slang for peeing, and now I can't stop giggling at like slash damage. <laughs> I can't think of a question. Have I told you and Laura that y'all are awesome recently because y'all are awesome? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Larry. Yeah, it's... it's Taking a slash is the kind of... Um, I always picture someone who's like 22, <laughs> has a penis and is drunk and has just gone and got a kebab from the kebab shop on the walk home and is like, oh, I bought the kebab. Oh, I'm, walk, kebab, I'm, I'm walking home to, to sleep it off. Oh no! I need a pee beyond that tree. A piss beyond that tree. All oh, right, mate. So I'm just gonna have a slash. So like, I'll make kebab or I'll make I'll make I'll make kebab. I'm having a slash. Like that. Meanwhile, the... their mates are probably gobbing in their that's... kebab. Oh god, yeah. Like <laughs> it's it's like proper yobby. Um, like you're you're drunk, one arm against a wall, the other arm on your dick, having a piss. Like that's when you say you're having a slash. I'll I'll go one further. <laughs> It's 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 one hand on the wall, the head. Oh, balanced. forehead on the hand that's on, on the, the hand. wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've won up to me there. It's it's almost no, is... the Pythagoras piece. Yeah, you are you are really sort of fucking leaning into that wall. <laughs> um, the, the, you've maybe had to shuffle one of your feet back because you're on a slight incline and the piss is rolling towards your foot. That's, some, that's when you're having reason, a slash. Somebody has like Teflon coated this wall, so it's like all bouncing back. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> having a slash is not just peeing; it's a very specific kind of peeing. I mean that that that's how I always imagine it. But I did used to live with someone who every time he was going for a piss, would be like, right, "Moth for an eyelash." <laughs> You're not that Cockney, Gareth. Oh. <laughs> is this the Gareth I know? No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, that Gareth is much more civilised. I, I I thought as much, which is why I was surprised. That Gareth would never nick it or everyone in the housemates rent, house's rent money, buy oh, God, themselves no. a PC, that... insist that you fix it for them, and then f- fuck off and, and abuse his girlfriend. No, our Gareth's lovely. Our Gareth is lovely. we got a good Gareth. Is this a good Gareth? Wouldn't trade him for the world. Excellent dancer. Great yeah. legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, questions. Questions. We apparently have some of those. Uh, Cleodora Silvestri says, mm. of all the board games... That's a very fancy name, huh? Yeah. Of all the board games you tried for the show, which ones have you mo- had the most unexpected fun playing through? 
Unexpected fun mm. is a... That's a difficult one. Yeah. I can only think of one that fits that category. And that's only because it came in the, the mystery box last week. Yeah? Yeah. That would have to be patchwork. Okay, okay. And I say that because I wasn't expecting to get the game for a start. Yeah. And then when I got it, I was just like, oh, it's... No, no, no. It, okay. it feels a bit a bit, bit disappointing overall as, as a game to get. Whereas most of the other games I get, like, I've read reviews, I've had a yeah. look on BGG, I, I've watched other shows. I, I will say, um, not to the same scale, but um, I expected to enjoy the Pandemic Legacies. I did not expect to enjoy them as much as I did. I that yeah. that was a game that like I expected to be like oh yeah this will be good this will be that game that's already you know pretty okay you know pretty good but Ooh. with like a story mode I didn't expect to be like fucking no we got to play four games of this in a day we need to know the whole story what's I, happening I did not expect myself to be like <laughs> I can't ration this out I need to play another game of it I need to binge yeah. it like I did not expect to be that into it <laughs> yeah I guess then uh, Pandemic Legacy season two. I think because season... I'd heard some bad things about that. Like yeah. some people really didn't like. I still hear like people just like fucking hate that no, game. No, season two is great. I really enjoyed it. I love the story. I like how yeah. it spins the pandemic yeah. like rule set. Yeah, really enjoyed it. I I don't understand what people's beef is with it. No, it is it is it is superb. Yeah. Good twists. Mm. Good uh, subversion of the genre. Oh yes. I loved un- uh, uncovering that map as you went. Yeah. Every time you Even got to add a big... It was a bit like, oh my god, I have to put this huge oh my god, sticker yeah, on but it. It was so cool every time. It's like, oh, the board is just so much bigger than it was last time we played. It's also really weird to look at the world when you can only see the outside coast of everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, I think that's a good answer yeah. to that. Yeah. But yeah, those are the ones that we, we were most surprised by. I'm a sleepy bean. Oh no, a sleepy bean. Becky too. Hi, Becky. Love you. you. Are eyelashes for cowards? What did you do? (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not. They're for keeping dust out of your eyes. Yeah, you you require them. Yeah, I mean, like some people don't have eyelashes, and I imagine that makes keeping things out of their eyes very difficult. Indeed, they are functionally useful. They are very functionally useful. Yeah, I I. If you have them, I wouldn't recommend getting rid of them. Yeah, would you? No. Yeah. No, because you know how it is when you get stuff in your eye? Like that, but all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As someone with with very big eyelashes, thumbs up to eyelashes, they're great. They are glorious eyelashes. I love these eyelashes. So After funny. many a year of being told, oh, they're wasted on you. Oh, they should be, oh, girls should have those lashes. Fuck you, told you so. Yep. They are my eyelashes. They are my eyelashes. I might have to, I might have to gender into them, but (laughs) they are mine and you shall not take them. growing into my eyelashes. (laughs) That is all the questions. Well then. Time for this. Time for this. Do you know what I want to see more? What do you want to see more of? Virtual Justice Warriors. Virtual Justice Warriors? Yeah. Alright, Larry. Alright, Larry. How you doing? Bit confused, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. a bit of an identity crisis. Yeah. Well, no, not an identity crisis. I knew which one I was, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, that's better than me. It's not like we had to restart this conversation because I didn't know who I was. Well, no, again, you knew who you were, but uh, you jumped in, jumped in a bit previous. <laughs> yeah. Like... 
Anyway, uh, you, you're all right, mate. I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah, I've, well, you know, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's that stressful time of year. It is that time of year. Bearing up best I can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, been up to much? Oh, I've been on social media. Oh, um, dear. I know. Terrible choice. Why did I do it? Why did I, don't I do know. it? You know, well, I was on social media and... Oh, heaven forbid, a video game came out and not everyone thought it was perfect. Oh dear, so I imagine somebody's probably been, oh, what, uh, strung, you know... Hung, drawn and quartered. Hung, drawn, quartered, whipped, whipped, and jumped on. Yeah, yeah, we had the same old song and dance that happens every time. Let me guess, it was a 9 out of 10 and that wasn't enough. Exactly, Uh, you know, he was the the one, he was the one. Uh, A woman played 50 hours of a game that she had had for... A grand total of like two and a half days. She basically not slept, played as much as she could, and was like, "Is a review in progress?" Because the game's fucking out now. Because they gave it to us late. You know, I think it's good, but you know, I've got some problems. And people who hadn't played the game were like, "Fuck well, you! You're wrong. You? Uh, ruin your life. We're gonna scream at you forever. You're the worst person. Death threats. Our uh, game is perfect. And I've tied my entire identity to exactly. And like two days later, the game comes out, and everyone plays it and goes, "Oh." Yeah, oh, actually, it wasn't that great. That reviewer was right. We're not going to apologise for, you know, the death threats and the bullshit. to apologise. God, it got so fucking bad. Someone talked about, like, oh, I played the game and it gave me a seizure. Yeah. And gamers were so pissed off about that factual reporting that they tried to send deliberately seizure-inducing gifts at the person. Wow. Yeah, literally tried to induce seizures in someone because they said, uh, uh, fact is a fact, I had a seizure playing the game. Wow. Yeah. That's it's, pretty uh, bad for even for your usual gamer bros. Yeah, like look, this isn't a new phenomenon, it happens, but it's God, it's been particularly vitriolic this year. Yeah. And uh oh, I don't know what to suggest about how to change it, but this is unacceptable fucking behaviour. I mean, it's got gamers involved and they seem to only thrive on this tribalistic and, and unacceptable behaviour. Exactly, exactly. And just look I I get excited about a game as much as the next person, you know. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get real hyped for a thing that I'm excited for. Look, sometimes you get hyped for a thing and it just isn't good. Yeah. you got to be okay with that. Sometimes yeah. you think a game's great and someone thinks it's shit. you got to be okay with that. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just who I am as a person, you know. I, I, I get excited by a thing and I sort of quietly enjoy it to myself. And, and exactly. maybe I'll chat to you know, someone I yeah. actually know IRL, but... Uh, it seems like when you get into these like big forums and this sort of like these echo chambers of hype being slowly stoked by the developers yeah. and you know it's like oh well we're going to drip feed you a little bit more information we're going to you know show you this and that and the other and you know slowly get more information and slowly generate more hype and yeah. and and people seem to you know use that time to just build their entire identities around oh. uh, a a product that they haven't played yet <laughs> exactly and here's the thing look when a game, and you know, a thing you've been anticipating for years comes out, doesn't matter if someone before launch tells you that they personally think it's shit. You know what the best way to spite them is? Go play the game and have a good time with it and go, I had a good time with it. And then don't shout at them and go, I'm glad I enjoyed it when you didn't. Or, you know, you know if, if you think that, you know, uh, and a different opinion needs to be heard, you know, maybe write about it. Yeah, write your opinion without linking it to a thousand, like... 
oh, this is why I'm right and this person's wrong. No, just say, here's my opinion. I, you know, I am someone who likes games, and uh, when I was looking at this thing, I did not hear, you know, a voice that uh, resonated with me. Perhaps other people would like to hear a voice that, you know, exactly. has, but, has these opinions about But don't about make issues. it about, here is my opinion, the correct one, and that one is shit, you know, just... Exactly, you know. Feel the way you do about a piece of media, and, you know, don't make that anyone else's problem. Absolutely, mate, absolutely. What? Every minute you spend being shitty at someone on the internet about your opinion about a game is a minute you could be spending playing that game that exactly. you apparently love. You could be playing the game. You could be playing another game you love. You know, yeah. you could be, you know, just enjoying yourself or hanging out with a loved one or doing something fun rather than just spewing vitriol at people, yeah. at strangers, who will at best not care and at worst have a really bad time as a result of it. So why would you want to put more... You know, darkness and hate into the world. Yeah. But you won't. Yeah. 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 There's a... Time for a, for a nap. Time for a nap, I think, won't you? Yeah, yeah, same, yeah same. Nice. Have a good one. You two sleep well. Yeah. So, Laura. <gasps> yes? Where can we find Humpst? Hop on the internet. Uh, you can find me at Laura K Buzz in all the places. You can find me at Laura K Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. Mm-hmm. You can find me um, at laurakbuzz.com. Everything get po- gets posted there. Every Friday on YouTube, I publish episodes of Accessibility, which is a show about accessibility and representation in the games industry, edited by the lovely Jane. Memes. You do superb work editing that show. I'm glad you enjoyed it. When we get round to the Jane promo bit, you should support Jane because she does great work editing accessibility. Uh, I also stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on twitch.tv slash Laura K Buzz. Um, I do books. Uncomfortable Labels. It's about being an autistic trans woman. It's Sorry. it's out now. You can get it where books are sold or as an audiobook on laurakbuzzstore.com. Uh, you can also get Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is a silly and serious illustrated coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. It releases February 4th, 2021. Um, if you are listening to this and are waiting for either the ebook or the audiobook, they should be going out to people the Monday, like the day after this goes live. So the Monday, you should have your ebooks and your your, your audio books. Physical books are on their way to people. They're starting to arrive in various countries. Uh, look forward to it. Also, there's Gender Euphoria, which is releasing June tenth, twenty twenty one. It is an anthology of non cis people's positive gender affirming stories. I'm very excited for that. I'm going to have a physical proof copy very soon, and I'm very, I'm very hype. Yeah. Um, also, there's podcasts. There's Podquisition, where we tell you whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. Um, Pixel Square is going to be on a little hiatus for a bit. Um, yeah. A certain website where certain material for 18 plus people that we review on the show and where we host the show may have done a very big purge of content and... We're working out what Pixel Squirt will be like from here forward. We'll Since see. you have nothing to review and all uh, of your content got taken down. All of our content is currently unlisted, nebulously pending approval, so... Mm-hmm. We'll see about that. I'll let people know about Pixel Squirt as soon as I know more. Good luck. Um, 
There's also Dice Funk, which is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Every season's a self-contained story. I'm on seasons three, four, five, six, and seven. Um, if you've never dived into one, season three is about people being trapped in a sort of force field town that they can't seem to leave. Uh, season four is about overthrowing capitalism in in. Do you want a good cyberpunk story that isn't, you know, <laughs> that one that everyone else is talking about? Go check out season four of Dice Funk. Uh, season five is... What, what was season five? Oh, space season. It was the space season. We went making friends all across space, being space friend collectors. Uh, season six was um, destroy reality season. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you got to destroy reality. It was assassin season, then it became destroy reality season. Um, and then season seven is post-apocalypse season. Go, go check those out. I'm also on another show with Jane that isn't this one. Yeah. Yeah. You were recently on a very special <gasps> Unicorn Dance Party edition of Polyamory. <gasps> yes, I was. Which and isn't canon Polyamory story. No, and... Funny we were just talking about Dice Funk. Because Austin's on it as well. Yeah, lovely DM and sometimes player of Dice Funk, Austin Yorski. Yeah, we, I, I yeah. encouraged Austin to play a game. We played a silly hour-long festive one page, story. One shot yeah. festive story about the, the origins of Unicorn Dance Party. We had a very silly time. We did have a very silly time. And weirdly, dab magic turned up again. Dab magic. <laughs> Austin Austin somehow created dab magic. Yep, so I guess it is a canon polyamory story then. Ah, uh, like in an alternate side universe. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you want to hear that, that will be uh, going up the day before this. So you, you've already had a chance to listen to it. Why aren't you listening to it? Um, and I will probably make that one page one uh, one page RPG available to my Patreon supporters. As a thank you for all their support this year. Yay! Uh, yeah, um, speaking of my Patreon. Yes! Patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio for as little as a dollar a month. You can help me justify a 69 nice uh, work week. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can, you can you, for, for a little as $10 a month, you can get early access to Queer and Pleasant Strangers, which usually goes up on a Wednesday unless we talk about something on the embargo yeah. list. Um, that's most of the things... I make music as bedroom programmer, I make podcasts, I design t-shirts on my Redbubble, everything can be found, all of my links can be found at streamerlinks.com slash janiac, that's J-A-N-E-I-A-C. Laura, will you sing us out please darling, because I'm running out of breath. Until next time, be a stranger. Oh no, it's okay. You need, you need air. I was sleepy. Mm.